Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. I'm here. Uh, this is a music discovery podcast where Marshall and I take a theme each week and we cater a playlist of songs uh, based around that theme. Uh, for those playlists, you can check them out in our uh, description of the episode. Uh, they're all available on Spotify. Uh, with all that being out of the way, hey, uh, Marshall, uh, when's the last time you got hit in the face with a football? With a football? Well, <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been yeah. a minute. A lot of other stuff gets thrown at me pretty regularly. People don't like me much uh, yeah. when I'm in the 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 public. Yeah. Um, but a football. I mean, that's got to be. I don't think I've been hit in the face with a football since since maybe probably before we met when I was uh yeah in in in, in college. Oh yeah, tossing guess, the old pigskin. No, uh, I I think I don't think I was probably involved in the tossing of the pigskin. <laughs> I think I think there were probably some. So it's like it's like there's a dude named Vic. And a dude named uh, Russell, and they're both wearing those like short frat guy shorts and like tucked in polos with yeah. those braided leather belts. Yeah, Vic and Russ, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Vic and Russ. Um, yeah. And and they're always tossing the pigskin in the quad, you know. Yeah, for and sure. And I'm always taking the quad to class. Yeah, because it's um, the quad. Sheer probability that thing hit me in the face probably 15 times just because the the, the, the the volume of times they were tossing that and and they weren't on the football team you know yeah. <laughs> you're saying 15 times in your entire collegiate career uh, 15 times by Vic and Russ oh gotcha yeah 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 yeah, yeah. they were uh, they were uh, Phi Beta Alpha Chi Omegas you know <laughs> so <laughs> they don't mess around <laughs> yeah not with those short shorts no yeah what about you Zach. Uh, I don't know, probably like middle school. Um, Man, I got bullied a lot later than you did. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it, it was good. It was good for me. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I have a specific rem- like memory of like someone being like, uh, hey, look out, and then me waking up in a hospital. Oh. Uh, nah, that, From that, a football? That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, it it, it hit my head in, a, in the perfect way. Uh, to give me amnesia. Ah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or at least that's what I told. Like, oh, and that's why you were such an asshole for the first three years I met you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I couldn't remember who I was, so I was just putting on a lot of different hats. I was like, this guy, every time I walk up to him and I tell him a joke, he's like, who are you? Get away from me. Yeah. Um, I'll never start a podcast with that guy. That's what I'd say to myself. Yeah, he, uh, and then, he, <laughs> then he'd throw a football at my face. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, I, so before we get into our first segment, uh, Marshall, what kind of beer are you drinking? Uh, so I'm drinking just a normal size twelve ounce can, twelve ounce can of Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Yeah, it's 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 a good one. Uh, I, and I'm over here, and I'm I'm drinking something uh, similar. Yeah, a little bit different. Oh yeah. So you you went the twelve. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, now nah, let me let me get this sixteen ounce can. A Miller Lite. Zach, are you the kind of guy who drives a big lifted pickup truck just because you got to show all the other guys around how much tougher and stronger and beefier? Bigger in my penises. Well, I was going to say your pectorals, but yeah, yeah, your penis too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, totally. Yeah, well, you've seen my car. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> you've seen my car. It's the Grave Digger from, <laughs> from the Monster Truck Rallies. I, uh, I was about to say, uh, 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 I was about to say, I've seen your balls, uh, and then you go, you've seen my, c- 
<laughs> and I was about to go, whoa! Yeah. Uh, no, no, Zach, Zach is very well endowed uh, balls-wise. I can't speak for anything else. Balls past his knees. I mean, you talk about big old nuts. Yeah, it's funny how true that kind of is. Um... Anyway, so our first segment today, Marshall, uh, I, I think uh, I think some it's something that you've put together, right? Oh, are we doing mine first? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it is something that I've put together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is a little segment that uh, I'm going to call Craigslisting. Craigslisting. And so uh, today's episode, uh, obviously, you've seen the theme. The theme is Tim Burton's Super Bowl. Yeah. And so what I decided to do was I decided to go on Craigslist and find some uh, really bad exercise equipment that was being listed on Craigslist. Ooh, sounds so, good. So uh, we're going to read some classifieds today. <laughs> uh, so this first one, um, for sale by owner in Sporting Goods, uh, titled New Bowflex Extreme 2 SE, $1,000. Okay. New Condition Bowflex Extreme 2 SE. Wife bought it. Didn't use it but two times. It's in perfect shape. $1,000, cash only. Ooh. What about Bitcoin? So uh, uh, the reason I screenshotted this one yeah. was because uh, 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 that was posted 22 days ago. So 20 days ago, I found a post, uh, one that was posted 20 days ago that was titled New Bowflex Extreme 2SE. Sporting goods, for sale by owner. New condition, Bowflex Extreme 2SE. Wife bought it, didn't use it but two times. It's in perfect shape. $1,200, cash only. Oh, wait, uh, uh, I did that backwards. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, 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 he's lowering the price consistently because his wife bought a Bowflex, and he just keeps <laughs> listing it on Craigslist under lower and lower prices. <laughs> uh, $1,200 was the first post. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so I'm excited. I might follow this one, see uh, see if he's ever able to sell this thing. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking he'll get a cool 300 bucks for it eventually. You so. think it's going to be 300 What do you think? I'm, I'm going to save $5. $5. Yeah, I'm one of those one of those like free if you come grab it things. Yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, and he's gonna need the money in the di- the divorce. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, she keeps buying bow flexes and using them twice. Yeah, that's why he listed two of them, right? They're different bow flexes. <laughs> <laughs> this is just her problem. <laughs> like she's just like, no, like it's not this one, but it's the same make and model, but it's not this one. I gotta buy another one. So, so that was kind of my planned format for this segment, right? Right. And then I got on Craigslist, um, and I just kind of started scrolling. Okay. And that's the only one that I'm bringing to the table that was on topic okay. <laughs> for this segment. All right. All right. Because, um, folks, I got into the forum part of Craigslist, where people <laughs> just start talking about stuff. The Minds of Moria. <laughs> um, and so I grabbed this one from the Missed Connections forum Ooh, those are always hot and spicy it's titled waving from here (laughs) we take our walks the same time every evening yeah started waving to each other across a busy street near the pin dropped location oh want me to cross over so we can meet Ooh. why does this guy think she's on craigslist (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that's a, That's the thing I never understood about these missed connections posts is, yeah. is it's like it's like, why would they be on Craigslist and be like, oh, it's the guy from the walks? Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't. <laughs> I, I only imagine 
if you go on misconnections, you have either a very naive sense of how the world works or you really want to be murdered. <laughs> or you've got like a humiliation fetish. Yeah, probably that too. Yeah. <laughs> or all three. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, you're really naive, but you want to be murdered, and it's also your fetish. <laughs> it's also your fetish. You're into it. You're into it. So uh, this next one, also from the Missed Connections Forum. Wait, before, oh, before, yeah, yeah. before, we, before we move on. Before, before we move, we move on. on, I just want to talk about how sexy a wave can be. <laughs> Yeah, because you've got unsexy waves. You've got like the queen's wave, where the hands perfectly vertical, yeah. moving on a swivel. Yeah, the 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 parade. Yeah, like, yeah, not Miss a sexy Derry, wave. Uh, Miss Wisconsin Dairy Princess. Um, but then you have the wave that's like full arm and elbow, and you get a little bit of shoulder motion in there, and it waggles your collarbone, and then kind of goes across to your other arm. Yeah, to where like. Maybe your right arm is going up, and then your shoulder goes up, and then your left shoulder goes up while your right arm's now going down. I don't yeah. know if y'all probably, that's probably not a great description of what I'm doing that yeah. Zach can see. Yeah, I can see it, and uh, I am not aroused. Well, uh, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm sure if Kate was doing that, you'd be going cuckoo bananas. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so you tell me what a sexy wave is then, because clearly my wave fetish is a little different than yours. Yeah, let me let me just try it out. Let me, uh, let me make sure I wave in, into the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my Yeah, God. you see that? A little flick of the wrist? A little, 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 you know, two, like, three fingers kind of up in the air, the fourth one kind of down, you know? And they just, like, waggle the tiniest bit. It's almost yeah. more of, it's almost like you're doing a finger gun in the air. Yeah. Because, almost, the, yeah. The thing about dating is pretending how not interested you are, right? And right. to think like, oh, this is just like a formality. I do this for everybody, you know. Well, uh, and that's why when you're getting into a relationship and you're first starting, like you're not in like the proper dating phase yet. You're like just like hanging out a couple of times. It's really important to just like whoever your potential partner is that you're seeing that you're just a rude asshole. Yeah, you know, you just want to belittle them at every point in time. Yeah. You want to really just just make sure that you're 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 because uh, that's what people want. Yeah, no, it's like um, <laughs> God, I forget the the toxic behavior, but it's like opposite of love bombing. Oh, oh. Uh, love bombing. Yeah, that's it's love bombing. Oh yeah, yeah, where love bomb- yeah, yeah, where you're super sweet up front, and then you like twist it at some point. And it's always it's every time you're being nice, it's some kind of like uh, some kind of manipulation that you can turn around in their face later. Shit bombing. Is that anything? Uh, I think that's what happens uh, when my IBS is acting up. Yeah, we should stop going to Taco Bell, uh, sponsored uh, today by Taco Bell. Yeah, we should stop going to Taco Bell. Uh, it really stresses me out, so it flares up my IBS. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, you know, I always ask you, uh, Marshall, what are you going to get? And then you just stare and sweat. And shit. Yeah, and shit. So I do have another missed connection. We yeah, can sorry. Hop on yeah. No, you're good. Um, this one... <clears throat> The lady in the convertible. <laughs> you pulled up next to me at the stoplight in your Mercedes SLK. Your long, thin, dark hair blew in the breeze. How thin? Your nipple. I know, right? <laughs> Thin's a bad descriptor. <laughs> your nipples poked out through your white crop top t-shirt. Parenthetical. You must have known they did. In parenthetical. <laughs> And your Lulu yoga pants hugging every ounce of your perfect hips. I was riding my bike and stared a little too long. You noticed my growing excitement, furled your eyebrows, and smiled as the light turned green. 
I wish I'd gotten your numbers so I could help improve your range of motion. Who the fuck is this guy, Zach? Who is this guy? I don't know. It's all anonymous. Yeah. Well, it's funny because <laughs> what he's a like... freak, dude. It's like... What a he's, fucking freak. He's like, oh, your thin, like, dark hair and your nipples are pointing out. I am legit just thinking of the woman from Barbarian. <laughs> Me too, man. Ba, 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 yeah, <laughs> Barbarian, great movie if you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, you should watch it. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, but uh, there's a there's a woman in there that's uh, uh, very tall uh, and uh, uh, thin haired. <laughs> very thin haired. I believe pointy nipples, but uh, 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 well, what I will say, and I'm sorry for the spoilers, y'all, but in the last five minutes of the movie, it does end by her getting in her Mercedes SLK <laughs> and <laughs> and just leaving town. So. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's a good movie. Um, and I do have one more for you. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's end uh, it with a bang. This one is not from Miss Connections. Okay. This is from the general community forum of the sections. Gotcha. Um, it is titled, Muscular Handyman Here for Any Household Needs. <laughs> I am local handyman with over 10-year experience residential construction. There is not job too small nor job too big. <laughs> I have many referrals and pictures if needed. Ooh. But then the picture for the ad is him shirtless at the gym. So I'm assuming the referrals and pictures have have less to do with like his previous contracting work and more to do like yeah, no, he's got pecs. Yeah, well, I think muscular <laughs> handyman uh, <laughs> uh is is code for uh, You think he's a gigolo? I think he's a gigolo. You yeah. think he's a gigolo? I mean, okay, Marshall. Um Then why mention ten years of residential construction experience? I mean that's a front, Marshall, you know? <laughs> that's for all the cops out there. Yeah, all the cops on Craigslist. They're like <laughs> Look how look how ripped he is. Of course he does construction, you know? <laughs> he's not gonna bang my wife. He's not gonna bang my wife. The guy from this post, oh shit, I can't remember, uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Mad Max, and it's the, the ripped Channing Tatum sexy guy movie, not the badass cars from the future apocalypse movie. Magic Mike. Magic Mike, not yeah. Mad Max. Mad Max. <laughs> which, just... which Magic Max would be a great movie. It's the same, it's, it's just Fury Road with less shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and a bit more like like dance music. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, well, I mean, the speaker rig they have on yeah. that semi, it could play some like drum and bass. But like, yeah, no, no, no. But if you had like RuPaul, uh, just like <laughs> singing, singing their heart out. <laughs> That's like the next, the next season of Drag Race. They're like, all right, and for our first challenge, you have to get this old Volkswagen Bug, cover it in spikes, and murder one of the other contestants at ninety miles per hour in it. First one to Bullet Town wins. <laughs> Uh, so that was Craigslisting, y'all. Well, great segment, Marshall. As always, <laughs> we learned a lot. Uh, and now we are going to move on to our main segment, Tim Burton's Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> it's like ESPN's in the room with me. Marshall, did you, uh, did you have a fun time making this playlist? I did, and it's funny because this playlist was one of the most like cerebral I got with like my music choice. 
which is gonna be kind of funny when I actually actually like present the songs. Um, mm-hmm. Because I'm presenting them a little different today. That means that uh, really y'all won't even get to hear that much about all of the deep thought that went into these. Um, but in my head, all of these align perfectly with what a Tim Burton Super Bowl would entail in yeah. all of its madness. Yeah. So I just remember when I came up with this idea, I was just like, oh man, what would my dad hate? You know, because my dad loves sports. My dad's, you know, loves the Super Bowl, you know, watches it every year. He doesn't give a fuck if his team's playing or not. He's he's going to be watching it. It's the yeah, Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, I think a lot of people are that way, actually. And I was like, like, what sort of like thing does my dad also really hate? My dad does not like doom and gloom. Uh, mm. My dad's very uh, uh, shallow, and he'll tell you about it. He's 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 like one of the happiest people I know one just because of... he does not think Something like, that was super eye-opening about your father to me was yeah. there was uh, there was one time I was talking to you about a camping trip I was going on because um, I love camping. I do camping. I think it's a great way to spend very little money and go see some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, but I was telling you about a camping trip I was going on, and you talked about how you haven't really been camping much. Um, and I was like, oh? And you're like, well, yeah, because uh, my dad just likes comfort. He lives yeah. in he lives in the modern world. It's like, why would he remove himself from the comforts of the modern world? You know. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't live like that. But I respect the hell out of that because it's right. like it's like think about a guy from like the 1880s mm-hmm. if you just gave him a lazy boy. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, know yeah. what I mean? It's no, like... exactly. If, if, you, if, if you gave him a lazy boy and then all the seasons of Star Trek, the next generation, <laughs> that dude would be in heaven. You know, well, and the thing is, like, my dad. So so much rewatch value. Yeah, we're about to get into the segment, but like, let me tell you a small, quick story about my dad. So the way my dad grew up is, my grandfather was a big outdoors guy. He was a big hunting guy. He was a big like, you know, like get out there and get dirty sort of guy. And uh, my dad, as a kid, would, like, go hunting with him and other stuff like that. And it's not that my dad didn't like that, Mm -hmm. but, like, there were just so many points where he was just uncomfortable by it and just like, Mm -hmm. like, oh, no, I would prefer to be in an air-conditioned area and, you know, just chilling. But he has one story about how my grandpa and, like, I think a few of his uncles went dove hunting. Mm Mm-hmm. And what happened was they were drinking throughout all the day. Yeah, they're dove hunting. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> That's drinking. A part of it. They're drinking so much throughout the day, and at one point they like open up the place that they're holding all the dead doves in, <laughs> and the scent just hits one of their noses, and a, the guy just immediately pukes. And then it's like a fucking like my dad is like maybe like twelve, you know. And then it's like a fucking chorus line of just puking. Puke train. Yeah. <laughs> Choo-choo, all aboard. So my dad will tell me like stories like that or like <laughs> cleaning septic tanks with his uncle Shorty. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, you've put in your time. You fucking chill and be you, comfortable for the you rest of your it. goddamn life. You did it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, you, you fall asleep on the couch with a glass of wine at nine o'clock on the dot. I love you. You're my hero. You know? <laughs> you survived Shorty's septic tank. So yeah. you've earned it. But, like, I think if, uh, all of this to say, I think if my dad was watching the (laughs) Super Bowl and Tim Burton was either involved or if it was a sports movie made by Tim Burton, my dad would not be a fucking fan. No, he would be like, why did they do this to my sports? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
He's um, he's one of those people who would hate if you put peanut butter in his chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week, like we do every week, I always think it's important that we just kind of fill in uh, the new folks on how we do our main segment of the show. So yeah. uh, we've each brought a playlist of songs, and we're going to present them. And uh, we do it the same exact way every week. And this week, we're going to start with me. Mm-hmm. Just like every week. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is uh, this week we've actually, each of us has kind of like weaved the tale of what a Tim Burton uh, a Super Bowl is. Yeah. So we are actually going to do, I'm going to do all five of my songs, then I'm going to pass the baton, uh, 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 throw it over to Zach, hopefully don't catch him on fire too bad. Um <laughs> At which point he will then say all five of his songs. Right. Um, and and that's how we do the segment. But I also did just lie to y'all a little bit because I'm not really going to be presenting my songs. Wait, what? Yeah, so I've actually um, got a guy on the ground at Tim Burton's Super Bowl right now. He's Holy one of the, shit. Yeah, he's one of the live uh, Sports Center commentators. Oh, fuck. And so he's actually just going to kind of give y'all a play-by-play. So sorry the episode's going to be super long, but uh, yeah. uh, he's doing a full play-by-play of the entire Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Um, so actually, why don't we uh, check in with him right now? Yeah, what, uh, what's his name? Uh, his name is uh, Dick Flashbang. You may know him. He's a three-time Heisman winner. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. a rookie three years in a row. That's um, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think that's possible. He 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 quit and came back, so it was his rookie season again. <laughs> he quit or he was let go for allegations? Listen, he had three rookie seasons and he was a Heisman every time. Yeah. Dick Dick Flashbang? Flashbang, a- yeah. Dick Flashbang. <laughs> All right, well, let's 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 see what he's got to say there on the ground. Good afternoon, and what a day it is, folks. Joining you today as I do all days that pigskins fly sky high, it's me, three-time Heisman winning wide receiver Dick Flashbang, with my co-host, Sports Web. The whole 2022 NFL season has culminated down to this one game, and the winner goes home with it all. This year, the Super Bowl is going to be a little bit different, though. The NFL has hired superstar director Tim Burton to direct the show today. And I know what you're thinking. No, it's not just the halftime show, folks. He's doing the whole shebang. <laughs> Let's go ahead and roll back to a quick interview I did with Mr. Burton earlier today. Hi, Tim. So tell me, what's your favorite element of the game? The sport. Football. The game. Games. There are no games in play tonight. Simply the art of the show. <laughs> Alrighty, and that was the only excerpt from the interview that meets FCC broadcast standards. But it sure does tee up the idea that today's game will be quite the spectacle. Oh, and would you look at that? All 33 smoke machines are on the field and have began spewing smoke. I think that means we should expect some action on the field soon. Oh, shit. I don't want to set the world on fire by the classic doo-wop group The Ink Spots has started playing. (laughs) We now have both teams entering the field from their respective locker rooms. We can now see that as they emerge, a player from each team clasps the hand of the player from the opposite team. They begin a swinging, sloping dance down towards the 50-yard line. And what's that? It appears once they reach the 50-yard line, they let go of their partner's hand and go back to their respective benches. What an absolutely riveting game of football, and we're not even at kickoff yet, folks. Yeah, holy shit, this is a lot. (laughs) Speaking of kickoff, they're now rolling off the 33 smoke machines and rolling in 12 confetti cannons, as well as the one additional cannon that looks identical to the others but only shoots shards of broken glass. (laughs) Oh, and what's that? At a volume so deafening that I can see the blood pouring from the ears of the folks in the stands... 
It is Black Venom by Bubbo by the Bubbos Band. And the cannons are firing off. There is confetti in the air. There are casualties in the crowd, and that is kickoff. Oh God! They killed my grandma. I brought I bought I bought tickets to 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 the game with my grandma and the shards. They just <laughs> the shards that got your grandma. They they just slit her throat. I'm trying well, there's to hold a whole it. lot of Tim Burton Super Bowl left, so don't get dragged down by that. <laughs> I'm trying to hold it. I'm trying to hold Grandma's throat. I'm trying to hold Grandma's throat. <laughs> She's telling me of the old country. She sees it. Why, Tim? Gamma sees her Gamma. <laughs> and her Gamma's Gamma. Also known as Gamma Gamma. <laughs> there's a guy. He's got goat legs and horns on his head. Gamma, why? Gamma, what did you do? Why the war crimes, Gamma? Why? <laughs> I just thought she was really into Chaplin. <laughs> the ball is soaring through the air. Oh my God, I've never seen a kickoff like this before in the NFL. The ball has landed at the 20-yard line, but what's that? The ball has landed at the 20-yard line, but appears to actually be a very, very small man dressed as a football. <laughs> <laughs> It is absolute pandemonium on the field as he is juking all of the players trying to receive the kick. Truly, truly a Super Bowl for the history books. Both head coaches have now both pulled out bows and arrows. Oh, fuck. It turns out they are actually firing arrows at the teeny tiny bearded man. One <laughs> shot, two shots, a second shot from the, uh, from the home team. Third shot has him down. Looks like the home team will maintain possession of the ball as the coach was able to pierce the ball man with an arrow through the heart, sealing his fate as a small dead football. <coughs> and the teams have reset on the line, and there is the hike. The QB has thrown an amazing 65-yard reception to wide receiver Clyde Deceiver. He's got the ball down into the end zone, and folks, we've got a touchdown! Oh, shit! First touchdown! Woo! Woo! Super Bowl is hot! <laughs> you say his name was Clyde Deceiver? Yeah, wide receiver, Clyde Deceiver. Okay. <laughs> All right. And folks, with our first touchdown and that amazing 65-yard pass... I know the game is early, but with that sweet 65-yard reception, we're going to go ahead and call this our catch of the day. Brought to you, as always, by State Farm. Our catch of the day is always celebrated with affordable insurance and the track Catch of the Day by Claire Fader and the Vaudevillians. <laughs> All right, and the football is back in play. Yada, yada, pass, touchdown, goal, pass, yada, yada. 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 Football, 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 football. Wait, yada, yada. And that's the end of our first half, folks. Oh, fuck. Let's see what Tim Burton has planned for our halftime. What's that? This is strange. Two clowns have appeared center field in a pair of very stinky green-yellow smoke. Oh, shit. One has a saxophone and the other... Some sort of percussion? Oh, no. Internet sensation Clowncore has joined <laughs> us on the field with their hit song, Truth and Life. <laughs> They got clown core. They got clown core. They got clown core. Can you for believe it. they got clown core for the Super Bowl this That's year? That's fucking nuts. Crazy, right? Man, I actually might watch it this year. <laughs> oh, and the clowns, they're now playing, going ham. And what's that? There are men with real chainsaws in the audience. 
Hope the venue had people sign waivers because there is blood everywhere. Oh, my gamma's already getting dead, <laughs> so who gives a fuck? Tim Burton sure does do things differently. Yeah. Oh, and look at that. An ensemble of character from his films have even joined us on the field. Oh, shit. Who is it? Uh, we've got such beloved characters as Edward of Scissorhands, Beetle of Juice, and we've even been graced by Sir Sweeney of Todd. Beetle of Juice? <laughs> this halftime show will surely be the talk of the town. Yeah, I mean, they got fucking chainsaws on the fucking, the fucking stands, bro. They murdered my gamma. All right, and the halftime show looks like it's winding down. Let's go ahead and get into the second half of Ball. <laughs> Are you ready for some ball? All right, and the uh, looks like before the second half starts, they're actually going to go ahead and perform the national anthem really quickly. They forgot to do that at the top of the set. And it is over. Man, glad they got that in real quick. Uh, the teams are lined up at the, uh, the teams are lined up, and, uh, the last half's ball man has been replaced by a very, very small woman dressed as a football. Oh, jeez. Uh, they're winding up for the kick, and, oh. Oh, my God. I have never seen action like this in a football game. The entire field has opened up into a giant flaming pit. Both teams have been completely engulfed with flames. Tim Burton is laughing maniacally as he is suspended from the ceiling in a harness. The audience, oh, they're running. The audience is fleeing from the bleachers. There's flames licking up the first couple of feet of, of, of seating. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Thank goodness we have the soothing melodies of Mel, <laughs> Mel Torme's This House is Haunted to keep us thinking <laughs> of all the souls lost today. Oh, well, we're finish off our broadcast with a moment of silence while I escape in case they count me as an accessory. Yeah, they probably will. Shh. <laughs> Wait, am I not supposed to talk to her in the moment of silence? It was a moment silence? of silence. No, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was playing in the bit. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> wow, okay, well, um... I really hope Dick gets out of there okay, Zach. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, that was um, pretty intense. It was um, just an audio call. I wish I could have kind of seen what was actually going on. Yeah, I mean, I, I've i seen, like, you know, violent videos on the internet, and I'm good, you know? That's a good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why I don't watch sports, you know, because the, the, the CRT. You know? It's just a little sad to me that, with all of the influence and the money and the studios that are willing to produce stuff for Tim Burton, or at least earlier Tim Burton. Sure. Um, um, no one stopped him from doing the 9-11 of sports. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's like the CIA had to have tips and the FBI had to have some other tips, but they just oh, sure. didn't communicate to stop it from happening. I think it's a false flag Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, so real quick, uh, I am I am I am gonna lay out the uh, five songs for my playlist real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just because they were kind of uh, wedged in there real good. Um, a couple were in there because they really fit the tone of what was going on, mm -hmm. and a couple were in there. Uh, 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 ironically, we'll call yeah, it. Yeah, sure, sure. So my five songs were "I Don't Want to Set the World on Fire" by the Ink Spots. Love uh, the Ink Spots. I know, right? They're great. Uh, Black Venom by the Budos Band. Mm-hmm. Catch of the Day by Claire Fader and the Vaudevillians. Truth and Life by Clowncore. Yeah. And This House is Haunted by Mel Torme. Nice. Well, Marshall, it was a great playlist. I'm sorry that um, our commentator died, probably, or is at least in jail. 
Yeah, uh, potentially. It depends on if they hold him accountable for what went on there today. Yeah, well, I, so so my approach f- with this playlist... <laughs> uh, what I just did is settling in, is you, you go yeah. to do a, a more normal type of presentation. <laughs> um. No, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it, even though game, game, er, Gamma died. Yeah, sorry, um, sorry about your Gamma. Yeah, it's okay. That happens. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to go eventually. <laughs> what do grandmas do other than die? Uh, mine parties. Oh, but... that's true. <laughs> yeah. I've met your I've met your grandma. She uh, she goes hard in the paint. Yeah, she'll fucking drink you under the table. Uh, uh so so my idea for this playlist is I was like, "Oh, what if rather than like uh the Super Bowl presented by Tim Burton, what would Tim Burton's Super Bowl movie look like?" Okay. Yeah. So, so like so like uh the Super Bowl Warner Brothers by Tim Burton. Right, exactly. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. Super so, Bowl the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh so my inspiration behind this aesthetically is like early Tim Burton work, like uh yeah. like Beetlejuice and uh Edward Scissorhands, that sort of thing. You know? Sure, sure. So uh the beginning of the story starts with this little like tiny kid who is like as skinny as he is pale. Right. <laughs> and he constantly like he, he lives on top of this hill. There's like a suburban like area that's like at the top of this very tall hill. Right. And this kid, he always gets like uh, bullied by like this chubbier kid. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like just like constantly. Right. This this chubby kid is always just like beating the shit out of him, doing stuff like that until like a girl moves into the new neighborhood. Right? Ooh. And the first song that I picked is called uh, Zardos by Vittorio Monti. Okay. Uh, the version is uh, done by uh, a guy named like Robbie uh, Lakatos. Uh, it's a classical song. And this is a type of song that you would like lure uh, Frankenstein's monster back to the castle. So it's like a lot of like violin and piano. I don't think I've heard this one. Yeah. No, no, no. I think it's because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> God damn Sorry, it. I should have done that one like a minute and a half ago. Um. <laughs> well, you know, editing. Um, <laughs> but like, so like the song, it's just like uh, has this like very like intense, like almost like sinister vibe. And that's how I feel as this kid's getting bullied and bullied and bullied uh, until this this girl walks in and catches both of their eye. Right. Mm-hmm. Where. Uh, but as this like montage goes on. Both of like both the kids are getting all three of the kids are getting older, right? Uh, the nerdy kid is trying to impress her with like his science experiments, and the uh, chubbier kid is trying to impress her by like sports and football and other stuff like sure, that, sure. right? It gets to the point where one of them grows up. the The nerdy one grows up looking like uh, Vincent Price, okay, uh, and then the old uh, the chubby one is Bill Belichick. Are they played by these? These men. Yes. Um, <laughs> Bill Belichick acting now. Yeah, Bill Belichick acting as himself. Uh, so pretty much <clears throat> so pretty much they get older uh, and they're constantly competing for this this woman's attention. Mm-hmm. You know, and it gets all the way to the point where they're in college and, you know, the, the nerdy kid gets like a science grant and everything's going great. And Bill Belichick is like really getting his uh, teeth cut in football and other stuff like that. She ends up marrying Bill Belichick, Aww. right? 
And one thing I like about this song is there's these moments of intensity, but then also there's this sort of like release at a certain point and it mm-hmm. gets also like nursery like. Oh, okay. Right. And so my idea is that they get married. Uh, Vincent Price's character is like crushed. Right. Sure. Uh, but eventually Bill Belichick and his now wife uh, have a daughter, which Bill Belichick is very disappointed by. Uh, <laughs> And the, not only that, but then the there's complications in the birth. Oh, no. And the woman dies. Okay. So now. Very Tim Burton. Yeah. So now Vincent Price, right? He's like going crazy because not only did he lose the love of his life, but now she's gone forever. Right. You know, and he he's, blames Bill Belichick. He's essentially permanently lost her twice now. So what he does is he creates his own football team. In order to beat Bill Belichick. Bill Bully Belichick? Yes. The triple B. The triple B, baby. (laughs) So Vincent Price uh, pretty much creates an entire football team uh, of like homunculus pretty much. Like I don't know if Edward Scissorhands was a homunculus, but I think he was. You know, it was like he wasn't a real person, but he was like getting parts to be made real. He's like... yeah, I think that makes sense because homunculi are essentially just like uh, they're like mini golems. They're like assemblies of 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 various parts that are like sewn and put together and right. like magically made to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. So I think that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. he creates an entire football team called the Killers, right? <laughs> and enters them and like because he's a man of science and he's got all these grants and stuff like that, buys his way into the NFL. Where's uh where where are the Killers based? Uh, uh, the bad parts of Baltimore. The bad parts of Baltimore. <laughs> uh, so so the uh, bad parts of Baltimore killers. Yeah, exactly. That's how they, every time, every yeah. time they introduce the team, they say the full title. So so he announces that he has this like football team, and everyone's like, "You're fucking ridiculous!" Like these, you know, these aren't people. Like blah blah blah. Like all this shit. And then it goes into my next song, which is "True Killer" by Sneaks. Uh, Sneaks is a solo artist. Uh, uh, this album, I would definitely say, is more post-punk. Okay. Uh, a lot of her other stuff has more of an electronic feel to it. Not like EDM, but just like more uh, um, sort of synthetic in its sound and stuff like that, which isn't bad. It's just different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more like like almost like a, like churches or purity ring kind of stuff? Yeah, I would say that. Okay, cool. Um, but uh, so... Uh, so this song specifically, True Killer, uh, one thing I love about it is it is all bass, drum pattern, and vocals. That's okay. it. Uh, and it is it is a song that sounds like a goth workout montage. Hell yeah. Yeah. And so, like, uh, my idea for this montage is that, you know, they start the season and the killers are legitimately the best team that has ever existed. They not only <laughs> destroy the other teams, but they're not even getting points, like, like scored against them. Every game is fucking perfect. Are they playing clean, or are the killers, like, uh, uh, tearing, tearing people up and, like, punching groins? They're and, not, like... I, I mean, they're playing, they're playing the game, but they're fucking ruthless. Gotcha. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're not breaking rules, but they are breaking skulls. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they're fucking hitting people. People, you know, and so like uh, this whole montage is going on and we see the uh, the like uh, protagonist of our story, really, uh, the QB named Johnny Rubber Band. <laughs> and the reason he's the quarterback is, is because he has rubber bands for arms. 
So he just like slingshots the ball. Yeah, it's like deadly it's like accurate. It's like a paper football. It's like it shoots so fast and it's deadly accurate, right? <laughs> and so like this whole montage is playing. And one thing I like, one of the reasons why I chose this song is because it is so rhythm based. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just drum and bass and vocals. I could imagine if you were mixing this into a movie, you could add so many sound effects to it. Uh, it doesn't take away from the song or like sort of like add more to it kind of creating like an audible confusion like because mm-hmm. if you add like too much to something like it's just going to like kind of throw jumbled, off yeah. yeah exactly so like i just imagine as i'm listening to the song i'm like oh yeah i could hear like a whistle blow or i could hear just like people hitting and like you know and it doesn't take away from like the rhythm of the song right you know well, and especially a- since you're saying it's like primarily like drums and bass are both rhythm instruments right and so the primary melody is going to be the vocals which means that there's a lot of 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 room a lot yeah. of space yeah if that makes sense and like she doesn't sing it in a way that's like trying to showcase the vocals if that makes sure. any sense like it's not showy or flashy or anything like that it's just very like on beat with everything well it's interesting yeah. that you said that because i think that that would be like the natural inclination is right. to try and 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 go almost like you're do- the only like true melody in the song is your vocals so they're like all all crazy and, and and there's a ton of them but it's like it makes sense to me that it's like in a song that is mostly rhythmic that the vocals would also be kind of like a rhythmic blend yeah that's interesting so they go throughout the entire season undefeated and like never scored against. They finally get to the Super Bowl where they're playing the Patriots, right? <laughs> and so there is a a big press conference, like a you know, or a media day that they do for the Super Bowl, where you know they interview all the teams. That's where Marshawn Lynch's "I'm just here so I won't get fined" happened. <laughs> uh, I bet you, uh, I bet you, uh, Dick Flashbang is there, probably doing some interviews. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, Dick's always there. So while they're doing this press conference, uh, Johnny uh, Rubber Band uh, uh, mumbles his way through it because he's not like he's he's super skinny and he's got mm-hmm. a bunch of hair on top and he's played by Johnny Depp. And so he's just like mumbling his way through it. He finally gets off from the press like you know uh, conference and like walks down and he looks over. And he sees this person and they lock eyes. And it's it's this moment where they're surrounded by so many people, but yet they are alone. And he's looking right at Bill Belichick's daughter, Bill Belichick's daughter, Bertha Belichick. <laughs> so <laughs> And Bertha, if you're wondering what she looks like, it's just Bill in a wig. It's it's just like when you when you said Bill Belichick's daughter, and then you repeated Bill Belichick's daughter, I thought you were I thought you were just saying Bill Belichick's daughter, Bill Belichick, no, um, and, no, no. and then apparently that is the case. Yeah. So yeah, I just loved that progression there. That was uh, that was that was uh, eye opening for me. So uh, so they lock eyes, and and uh, you know Bertha Belichick, she's she's like she looks like Bill, but she's like built huge. Like mm-hmm. She's she's a she's a sturdy gal. Uh, and so uh, they they lock eyes and they share this moment. And that's when the song Dreams by the Pied Pipers play. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song is a older song, like 1940s ish. Uh, mm-hmm. It is uh, a big band song, but it's very slow and it's very soft. Uh, pretty much a lot like you've probably heard the song just like throughout like some form of media or something. Uh, but like it is a very like romantic song that is done in this very slowed down way. And like 
sort of has minimalism up front and then like the band keeps coming in and, and, and adding things to it. But like, it's pretty much, uh, uh, it reminds me what like that, like love feeling should be, mm-hmm. you know, where, where you literally could listen to the song with somebody and, and you are the universe, you know, sure. that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, is, yeah. that is your scope of it now. Uh, it's just this other person. And uh, it start. It has a lot of these um, flourishes on, like, a xylophone. You know how, like, in old-timey radio shows and stuff like that, they would be like, the boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know, you're yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to blah, blah, blah. It kind of has that vibe to it. Um, but it's just, it's a beautiful song that just kind of, like, builds and builds. And the, the big band aspect of it just kind of, like, slowly creeps in. Like, there's there's this string section that just kind of like peeks out of the corner every once oh. in a while you know and then hey, like uh, strings. yeah and then there's like a really great like sax solo that just kind of like really <laughs> hell like, yeah kind of just like really hits the nail in the final romance coffin or sorry hits the <laughs> f- <laughs> uh, the romance coffin is such a good descriptor for any like cutesy tim burton yeah type of romance right um <laughs> i just love that uh that, yeah that, that uh and the the, the song itself is very breathy and and just feels great but so they're sharing this moment together and it's quickly interrupted by both of their dads so <laughs> bill belichick and vincent price see each other and they get into this like screaming match and they're just like you know fuck you and blah 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 you know it's like they they have all this animosity towards each other and they're just so upset like vincent price is yelling and, and bill belichick check is just scowling you know yeah yeah. Uh, and and at that moment uh bertha uh belichick uh gives uh uh, johnny rubber van like a note like hey meet me on the field at like midnight you know (laughs) so he goes there and, and he meets her and they they talk for hours and and they just like really get to know each other uh she gets a little cold so uh johnny rubber band takes off his jacket that bertha uses as a scarf um, <laughs> I forgot how big she is. Yeah, she's so big. <laughs> but and they share this beautiful moment together. But because Johnny Rubber Bands gave his jacket away, his rubber band arms start getting really cold. <laughs> oh no! And they're rubber. Yeah. Oh no! So at work sometimes Zach and I deal with old, old, old documents. Yeah, and uh, uh, occasionally we'll get like a, a a case file that has a rubber band around it that's been on it since like 1890. Yep. Um. Um. And I'm I'm terrified at rubber band uh, arms situation here. Uh, yeah. Just just seeing how they crumble. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> how they completely just crumble. <laughs> I worry for him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the day of the Super Bowl. Right. And everyone's mm-hmm. getting in there. The game's starting. Yeah. And this is when we hear the song uh, Ran Can Can by Tito Puente. <laughs> uh, uh, Tito Puente, uh, an amazing artist, uh, does a lot of jazz and bombo music. Oh, fun. My idea was there's a lot of like that sort of uh, music in Beetlejuice. Like they used two yeah. different Harry Belafonte songs in Beetlejuice. So I wanted something that had like a Latin like vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was listening to a lot of uh, uh, Tito Puente like around that a time when we were, I was putting this uh, together, and this song just fucking slaps so much. <laughs> but like, I honestly, I feel like it is the perfect song to play because it seems like a song to like enjoy while watching something visually go wrong. 
you know oh it's like the falls apart song yeah exactly it's 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 not it's not uh like a falls apart song itself but you could put it to that you know gotcha but like it is a it is a song that like uh i feel like has such like an upbeat attitude and it would be fun to watch a bunch of people fuck up (laughs) shit during so like pretty much what is happening is like johnny rubber bands he's like fucking up his throws because his arms are like way more tight than they should be oh Uh, they're cold yeah exactly so uh the rest of the team is doing great but uh he is just fucking up every throw and everything that he's doing so the score at like pretty much the end of the third quarter is zero zero right <laughs> which sucks if you're watching yeah, a, a Super terrible Bowl. game of football <laughs> uh the end of the third quarter you said yeah okay so so pretty much uh i uh, uh one thing i i do want to point out of the song and just like latin uh, uh jazz music mm-hmm. is uh, a lot of the horn section especially in this song are very punchy da 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 yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> I know that was a bad description. That wasn't like kind that. Of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah, it's just it's something that always just it's short, quick notes, mm-hmm. you know. And like uh, I, I feel like uh, I, I love that, and especially it's like really good because like a lot of people sample it and then put it in like uh, yeah. hip hop songs or stuff like that. I think it's like a great foundation to like lay other songs on. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, near the end of the fourth quarter. Johnny gets sacked and both of his arms completely shatter. No, completely yeah. shatter? Completely shatter, right? <sighs> so there is one time and there is one final play to make. And this is when we hear the song The Vampire Masquerade by Peter Gundry. <laughs> this is a classical song that starts off with a crack of thunder, which also happens in our story (laughs) crack of thunder and then it's a fucking accordion and it's so goddamn menacing right one thing i was trying to find in this playlist is i was trying to find danny elfman like songs that weren't danny elfman yeah Uh, danny elfman's the composer for a lot of tim burton's work he does a lot of other composing outside of tim burton as well uh, one thing I love about Danny Elfman is he like really has a specific vibe with like vocables. So like just like uh, you know people singing, but just singing like his specifically is always la 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 la. You know, like uh-huh. something like that. You know, uh, interesting. Uh, and so I I wasn't able to find any of the la la las because there's not a fucking name for it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's not like a genre of something. It's just right. like, yeah, no, that's just what this weird guy fucking does. He you just know? does these la-la-las. Yeah, and I love him. You know? <laughs> I, I, I love the, the la-la-las and, and stuff like that. But this has some vocable elements to it. But pretty much it just it sounds so menacing and just, like, <laughs> keeps building and keeps building. And it just... Is there a lot of, like, dissonance? Is there a lot of, like, notes that, that, that intentionally clash to, like, make really. that off-putting feeling? No, I wouldn't okay, say it. I would just I would just say it's the key of the song that it's like you know orchestrated and then the instruments it uses at what time kind of makes that feel so there's only one final play left johnny rubber bands now just johnny i guess johnny takes off his helmet walks onto the field hikes the ball and puts it in his mouth in his mouth i knew it was coming i knew it was coming he's gonna carry that shit like a dog 
So he has the ball in his mouth, and this is when he does like tries to do a QB sneak to grow 80 yards to win the game. <laughs> and it's going great so far, right? He's 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 outmaneuvered so uh, so many people because he's so goddamn skinny. Uh, and, he's, and he's so like just weird looking. Is he built like a rubber band, or is it a little bit? Yeah, just no, tall I, and lanky. Yeah, I just Edward Scissorhands type, but right? Like right, maybe right. with like an eating disorder, like just skinny as oh, fuck. Oh man, you know. So so he is running, uh, and at one point, a linebacker like like zeroes in on him, and it seems like it's going to be the end of it. But all of a sudden, what's this? What is it? He gets hit <gasps> by a player from his own team. <gasps> the helmet comes off. It's Bertha Belichick. It's Bertha Belichick. And Johnny Rubber Bands is able to run himself all the way to score and win the big game, right? Bertha. And at this moment, right, Vincent Price, his face lights up because he's finally defeated Bill Belichick. And Bill Belichick is just doing his normal scowl. Uh, he looks the same as he did 10 seconds before. And so both of these men are kind of like, you know, uh, at different levels. Vincent Price is like, ah, I fucking I knew it. I did it. Like, I beat you, you son of a bitch. You know, that's what you get for stealing, you know, the, the girl I love from me. And, and now uh-huh. she's dead, you know. And now she's dead. But then both both Belichick and Vincent Price look over and they see both Bertha and Johnny Rubber Bands. Like hugging in this embrace, she's hug- she's doing most of the leg work because he doesn't yeah, have any arms. Yeah, yeah. But she's at- doing most of the leg work because he doesn't have any arms. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, that wasn't written. He was looking at me yeah. in the eyes when he said that. That was off the cuff. Yeah, and so so both of these men, no matter what they're feeling in that previous moment, both look and see this, and their their faces turn to shock and anger. And they start screaming at them, but there's so much noise and everyone's pulling them apart. You know, like, like, oh, no, you just won the big game. Oh, sorry, you lost the big game. One of them's covered in Gatorade, the other one's. Right. And so, so all of them are screaming, but it's just drowned out. And, and Bertha and Johnny Rubber Bands share this moment together and the rest of their lives as well. Mm-hmm. Movie ends. Roll Aww. credits. Oh. Directed by Tim Burton. And uh, yeah, that's my playlist. I love it, dude. I love it. Great yeah. movie. Uh, um, have you ever considered maybe like working in the film industry, Zach? That was a pretty. Uh, that was a pretty good. Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know you that well. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I've considered it. Um, I just don't have any money, mm, mm-hmm, and that's like a mm. big player when you want to make a movie. Big, Stuff like that. A big player like Bertha Belichick. Like Bertha Belichick. <laughs> the best in the game. <laughs> but yeah, that's my playlist. Uh, and uh, before we go, before we sign off, uh-huh. uh, Marshall, um, I would like to return to a segment that we've done before. Uh-oh. Uh, and it is called You Can Call Me AI. AI. This is a segment where I read uh, uh, lyrics for mm-hmm. a song that have been generated by a computer, by a bot program. You type in a uh, a mood, a genre, and a subject matter, and it just creates you know uh, lyrics to that song. 
Uh, the uh, website is called Lyrics That Don't Exist. Uh, so this song uh, is a country song, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it is very sad. And it is about volleyball. <laughs> I used to want to ride. Oh, sorry. This is the verse. <laughs> I used to want to ride. Now, when I ever, whenever I roll up on a volleyball, Daddy won the Sherwin volleyball. At the end of May, the lucky one. Pre-chorus. Mm. Beam on out of my mind. Wrong bar. Wrong volleyball. Amen, brother. Oh, I feel this. The chorus is just this volleyball called life four times. This volleyball called life? <laughs> I've seen that movie. Uh, Castaway? Yeah. <laughs> Verse two. Because she got her, because uh, she caught his fool. That silly volleyball she played. Guys like him are all the same. Visions of you in my view. Pre-chorus. I treat the volleyball like a fed. (laughs) You working, I be testing you. Chorus is, once again, this this volleyball called laugh. This volleyball called laugh. This volleyball called the federal police. This volleyball called life. And there's a bridge before we get to the final chorus, but uh, so many questions going around today. (laughs) So many thoughts to avoid in hopes of stay on flat. Of of stay on flat. Amen. 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 Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Give me one of those for sure. That's a sad yeehaw, my dude. Yeehaw. (laughs) that is the uh, very sad country song about volleyball. Thank you, robots. Um, so I am going to punch one of these bad boys in here, too, real quick. Yeah. Um, so my prompt is going to be Robot Panic Attack. And it is going to be a very happy pop song. Hell yeah. They shall be history. Your bunny suit is giving me a heart attack. I lost 10 pounds when I got in the pool, and I lost my friends in panic. Hey. <laughs> Does it end with hey? Yeah. <laughs> a pre-chorus. Shorty rides on my mind. Watch out. She just might panic. Chorus. Come have a heart attack, big shot. 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 Verse two. Felt her attack me again. It happened in the dark. It happened in the dark. <laughs> you make me want to live as fast as I can wreck it. You look back. Six steps. We attack. Uh, Pre-chorus. A dare to look at me. I was under attack. Come have a heart attack, big shot. 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 Feeling like the truth was around. Saying, it gone give us a heart attack. Come Come have a heart attack, big shot. (laughs) <laughs> uh, they didn't mention robots once no not once just panic attacks actually just heart attacks even mm-hmm. <laughs> all right i got one more and then we'll yeah, uh, yeah. We'll wrap this thing up but um so for this uh, final one i picked a metal song i made it very happy good and i uh chose pickleball pickle the, pickle, pickleball yeah that's the one thing. word uh two words two words uh so let's see how this goes um Verse one, the world is our ball. The dusk is burning out. The world is our ball. The world is our ball. Happiness is a pickle. 
Pre-chorus, the last night I left her hand as she will lie, pierced by a stranger's light. The bowl, the castle, it waits. <laughs> well, in the context of a metal song, the ball, I assume, is an orb and therefore makes sense. Uh, chorus, this is the cure, the pickle, the disease. This is the cure, the pickle, the disease. Whenever we are together tonight, together better than when we aren't, uh, when we are apart. Come, my holy eyes, simply gaze into my crystal ball. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Second verse burns into the noon of me with a lyric from the ball. The light from her is as bright as the sun with a package on a ball. <laughs> the Pre- Pre-chorus, we have a whole nation, a bleeding heart crowd waiting to fold down. The pickle is we come from one. We come from one. Uh, chorus, the pickle is a cure. Or sorry, the cure. This is the cure. The pickle, the disease. This is the cure. The pickle, the disease. Whenever we are together tonight, together better than we are apart. Come, my holy eyes, simply gaze into my crystal ball. All right, here's the bridge. And I would... <laughs> And I could always find a better pickle. The call of the wild is my only pickle. Here's the cure, the pickle, the disease. See, I was thinking, I was thinking faster, like, this is the cure, the pickle. I listened to doom metal. Yeah. I immediately went sleep with it. Yeah. And I listened, (laughs) I listened to thrash. Yeah. You know, so it's like. I immediately went, uh, went Matt Pike from sleep. In fact, I went too fast for him. He'd be like. Here's the pickle. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, that was fun. <laughs> well, on that pickle, we'll put this one to bed, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Ear Drunk podcast. Uh, if you could give us a follow on uh, Twitter or Instagram, so you can find out about all upcoming episodes and when they drop. Usually Fridays at like one p.m. Uh, we also have our playlists that are located in the uh, description. So if you'd like to listen to any of these weird songs that we've uh, talked about today, uh, maybe find a new jam that you like, uh, be sure to check those out. Uh, if you have any sort of like uh, uh, suggestions for playlists or uh, if you uh, would like to tell us how we fucked up something, uh, you can email us at eardrunk at gmail.com. Uh, and finally, we want to give a big shout out to the, the dopest of dudes, uh, J.W. Francis. God, I love that guy. Uh, he wrote uh, the uh, song that we use as our theme, uh, Lo-Fi, off the album We Share Similar Joy. Uh, he's got some great uh, music coming out. The album Dreamhouse uh, should be out. He's got a bunch of great uh, songs off there that we really love, like uh, Casino, uh, Going Home to a Party. I was I'll... about to say Going Home to a Party. Yeah. I really, I really like it's that so one. So good. Uh, <laughs> I Want to Be Your Basketball. Like, uh, it, it's He's a dope guy. He lets us use his, his amazing music to start off this podcast, and we cannot thank him enough. So that's going to about do it for us. Uh, I've been your host, Zach Webb. And I'm Marshall. And have a kick-ass day. Thank you.